Yeah, let's do a long one, inconcise, just fucking babbling and Googling shit. I'm recording, by the way. Yeah, me too. I have also started recording on March 19th, 2021 for the 246th episode of the Quarantine Cast. Did you guys know you can get a sty on the inside of your eyelid? Why are we talking about this? Because <laughs> what I'm dealing with today. I didn't know that there was a side of the eyelid that the sty was on. The eyelid's a very thin yeah. membrane. I don't I feel like it's on both sides, right? No. It's on the it's on the inside and it just expands. I, yeah, I, I think that's true though. Right? That's not a what I A sty couldn't possibly on. be thin enough that it wouldn't be Taking up the entirety of the eyelid. Do you maybe just have pink eye, Lucas? I absolutely do not have pink eye. Those and are definitely relieved. very different. I, I, I'm glad I have a sty rather than pink eye. Okay, it's just... I'm not. I wouldn't be. Really? No, pink, pink eye, eye goes so away instantly. I mean, what? with medication, yeah, but it's so much worse. Having pink eye... Having a sty is like a day or two of like, uh, my, my eye is a little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Pink no eye is relief. awful. Pink eyes, like, take some medication, it's literally gone in, like, f- 24 hours. Well, yeah, but then you got gunk pouring out of your eye for that entire 24 hours. I've had pink eye a couple of times in my childhood. Huh? Not bad. It was fine. It was a fun day where I got to play video games when I was <laughs> sick. Like, usually when I was sick, my parents wouldn't let me play video games because I think they, like, suspected that I was faking it, you know? Like, <laughs> can't give them motivation to be sick. So, but, like, when you have pink eye, it was yeah. like, no, I'd be fine to go to school. I'm just, like, physically contagious, so I cannot be mm-hmm. in school. So, therefore, I can play video games because <laughs> no. there's there's no downside. It was great. No. And I didn't think it was bad at all. And then, yeah, you get antibiotics and it's bam, gone. Whereas a sty, it's, bu- it's been bugging you for at least this is the second day that yeah. it's been bugging you. And there's no, like, overt relief that's just, like, poof, it's gone. No, no, this is... Put a hot compress on that a couple times, a couple times a day, and then expedite that cycle. But yeah, uh, I have like a little white dot on the inside of my bottom eyelid that uh, just kind of feels like my, you know, eyes getting poked all the time. Is what it is. Yeah. Glad it's not pink eye. But it's definitely on the outside, too. Like, there's redness no. and swelling on the outside. Well, yeah, but, like, that's not the... That's what I'm saying. Oh, well... So the sty is in the whole eyelid, because the eyelid's so thin that it couldn't possibly be affecting both... Or, like, not be affecting both I mean, sides. The, everything, like, the eyelid is inflamed, but it's not like, oh, yeah, you got, like, a pimple that's so big it's on the inside and outside of your eye. Like, there's no... Yeah. That's okay. not what I'm talking about, but, like, I, I feel like that's part of it. Like, if you were to touch the red part on the outside of the eyelid, it would be sensitive and oh, okay. sore and I think, red and swollen and inflamed. I, like, I, I think we have a difference of scope here. To me, the sty is, like, the, uh, the, 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 the jammed up whatever pore or something that's causing this, and then the rest is inflammation. Mm-hmm. But for you, the entire quadrant is, is considered a sty. The, the whole yeah. sphere of okay. pus and swelling and disgustingness. Any anyone that 
ventured to make this the first episode of the podcast they listened to is no longer listening. I disagree. I think they're fascinated right now. I think this is like, oh, man, this is like almost as good as listening to somebody try to solve a murder, just going over the gruesome details of unfortunate biological circumstances. Uh, Another thing I found out in the course of this is that apparently people are saying that pink eye is a symptom of COVID now, which... Yeah, it always has been like Mm -hmm. one of the rare symptoms that comes up. That like just yeah you get covid and like well your body deals with that you kind of have a compromised immune system so you're more likely to get pink eye or is there an an actual chart here it's it's hard i think it can lead to yeah it's hard to separate those two things but i think it sounds like it can lead to like conjunctivitis like it's 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 possible but it's also really hard for people to tell you know yeah you have covid and you have pink eye or you have pink eye because you have covid like there's so many millions of people that have gotten COVID that the chances that people have other things going on at the same time. I mean, like, there's someone out there that says, like, man, there's, like, at least 10 people out there that got shot in the face because they had COVID <laughs> because those two things happened at the same time. Like, n- well, not that's not necessarily how it works. But, uh, to, uh, yeah, to... no, conjunctivitis is a thing that could absolutely be caused by other illnesses, so... I might be overgeneralizing yeah. a little bit, but to me, it kind of sounds like, oh, man, you've been getting a lot of colds. Might be AIDS. Like, just kind of. But, like, is it? Mm, I, I don't know if they're that connected. I'm not a medical expert. <laughs> I'm, I literally just read what medical experts are saying, and they say that it might be one of the rarer, like, symptoms of COVID. Hmm. I don't I don't know. Right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't pretend to know any more than them. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Weirdly Everybody enough, knows. it's the other eye, not the one that I dug like the the the, the giant hair out of last week. Oh yeah, I remember that yeah. last week. I also yeah, so unfortunately I remember that. Uh, yeah, I've, rough couple of weeks for Lucas. Lucas's eyes, in particular. These eyes are crying. They hurt. Are they related to like? <laughs> I don't know, are, are these conditions related to, like, glasses? No. Because, like, big knock on wood for me, but the last time I had an eye issue was when I got sunscreen in my eyes, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, a few months ago. And before that, I think I got sunburn on my eyes a few years ago, like, before that. And then before that, like, yeah, pink eye when I was in, like, fifth grade. Like, I think. I don't know. Do you get more eye problems when you have, like contact lenses or glasses and stuff and like more shit going on around there i have no idea it's entirely possible i contact lenses from joe rogan <laughs> <laughs> it's entirely possible i mean that yeah. we're looking at this and i'll uh, i'll entertain the idea until we have to move on to a me undie sponsorship uh, i no contacts um what i those can cause some irritation, and, like, if they tear or anything and get stuck in your eye, that's kind of a deal. But, uh, no, not in my experience either. Um, I, I think I might be dealing with this now because uh, allergy season is starting to come on. And, uh, really? yeah, watery eyes and sinus, just like, sinus stuff because of that. And uh, something might have gotten gummed up in one of my one of my tear ducts. And, yeah. Is it already thawing in Chicago? It was nice last weekend. Mid-March? I heard it was nice, but then didn't we have, yeah, like a fake 
a false spring that turned into freezing cold temperatures again. I'm still living it up in that false spring as COVID safely as I possibly could be. Ah, uh, just like going up to trees that were budding and just like, <laughs> oh, yeah, ah, pollen. Mm. Just you know, walking up to flowers, grabbing the stamen, like getting some of that nice pollen on yeah, your like fingers. Crushing, and just, it, crushing it up mm. in a mortar and pestle. <laughs> yeah. Rubbing that shit into your gums and into your <laughs> eyes and snorting it. Yeah. Nature. That's, that's how you live it up, baby. Mm-hmm. Just getting, like, putting, slathering honey on your face so that bees will land and just bring extra pollen to <laughs> the facial area. I don't know. Have you, guys, have you guys seen the videos of the Save the Bees lady? Which no. Save the Bees lady? The, the hot blonde one. She, she vaguely English. She, she I is don't just, know what you're talking about. I... I it is very ASMR-like videos, very soothing experience. Except for the videos themselves are her, like, bare-handing bees from... Oh, a, that in, one. Yeah, yeah. And, like, inconvenient locations into, uh, a, I forget what a beekeeping box thing is called, but, yeah, doing that. Yeah. Hmm. Well, because mm-hmm. honeybees, European honeybees are, like, remarkably docile. And- yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would be. It's totally safe to do that. Right. Yeah, she's just like, yeah, you you stay calm, you don't really do anything. You just stick your hand in there, and when enough are just on your hand, you put them somewhere else, and they don't really give a shit. She could also be wearing gloves, you know. That's an option. Doesn't that defeat the purpose? It's probably like a part of a display of like, look, this animal's totally gentle and cool. I I get it. All I'm saying little unnerving to me who is a coward apparently uh and also the origins of a batman villain i mean i also wouldn't do that (laughs) like none of none of us would do that we're just saying that like if you're trained and you know what you're doing there's probably nothing crazy about it okay yeah okay worst case scenario gets stung by a few bees and yeah your hand swells a little if you're not allergic like it's Fine. They don't have that much venom. The European honeybees, at least. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, it reminds me of like Grizzly Man. That was like his whole mission was like, look how cool bear- grizzly bears are. They're actually gentle giants. And then of course he got eaten by a grizzly bear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty weird. That documentary is pretty weird. <laughs> it's also got Werner Herzog like just totally throwing the dude under the goddamn bus and just being like when what he when he saw loving creatures all i saw was black indifference like just fucking like he, he was an idiot were they these bears were not gentle giants like just, they were killing machines yeah they're they're apex predators they're wild animals they do not give a shit about you like they're not even if they were domesticated, which is, you know, debatable, and if that's even possible, it's not domesticated. But, yeah, it's yeah. like tame. Yeah. yeah, like it's just not. What the fuck are you thinking? <laughs> oh, grizzly bears are our friends. No, they're not. <laughs> even if they're not directly your enemy, they're definitely not your friends. <laughs> yeah. Um, I forget if this was a thing people were trying to do in captivity, or if this is a thing happening naturally because of uh, 
global warming issues. But uh, apparently polar bears are starting to breed with, uh, I think, grizzly bears. And the result is just the perfect murder machine. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, yeah, it's probably a mix of both, right? Yeah. They're genetically similar enough that they can do it. Mm-hmm. But also, polar bears are driven into grizzly bears' territory. Yeah. Uh, because of climate change and everything. Mm-hmm. Seeking food. And then those super aggressive, weather-resistant bears are going to... Silver bears, they'll call them. Platinum sure. bears. I... Is that the mi- Is brown and white mixed become silver? I mean, it... Lighter brown. <laughs> yeah, no, it probably it probably just becomes like a grayish brown, but people are gonna find <laughs> fucking different names for it. Um, Silver bear. Gr- uh, so Wikipedia, the title of the article is just grizzly polar bear hybrid, but also named growler bear, grizzly bear, bear. <laughs> grizzlar. Grizzlar sounds like a no. Pokemon. Gr- yeah, grizzlar does sound like a Pokemon. That's lame. Roller bear is poser. Roller <laughs> bear is po- the po- posley shit. bear. Yeah, posley bear. <laughs> what about uh, polar bears and Kodiak bears? Oh, and then you're just getting the big one. Like. I I don't know if a Kodiak bear would do anything other than just eat a polar bear. <laughs> polar bears and Kodiak bears are very similar in size. Wait, aren't polar bear? The I think. I'm trying to remember exactly. I think the biggest bear specimen ever was a Kodiak bear, but the biggest bear on average is a polar bear. So, like, they're similar Mm. enough that there was an outlier Kodiak bear that was bigger than any other polar bear ever found, but on average, a polar bear is bigger. Or it's the other way around. It's one of those. (laughs) Wasn't wasn't there a... I think we may have already talked about this in the podcast. Isn't there a debate out there on... If Kodiak bears and grizzly bears and brown bears are even different species, are, well, yeah, are I think there... they're all subspecies, aren't they? Yeah, like, but I mean, like, there's some people that think that, like, uh, I mean, Kodiak bears are just grizzly bears that live farther north and grow larger because of like food supply and you know breeding oh. and that kind of stuff, and that grizzly bears are basically just brown bears that. You know, same thing. But I've grizzly I have bears no have that big old fucking hump behind their head. Yeah, it's just like, don't you dare fuck with me. <laughs> like it's, it's like if you don't see the hump, you're better off than if you see it. But yeah, it's still a fucking bear. Kodiak um, bears are our friends, though, right? That was the takeaway from the 2003 Brother Bear movie. Are those Kodiak bears? I think so. Huh. Or maybe... I didn't realize that. Yeah, okay, I... Uh, mm. Wait, hold on. No, they're oh. grizzly bears, but the smaller bear is called Coda. Oh, that's, so, like, I mean, Coda and Kodiak mm, are definitely a little... Right? I feel like... Why they pick grizzly bear? Like, I don't know. Grizzly bear is just the fucking meanest one. Yeah. <laughs> Of all of them. Yeah. Kodiak bear, polar bear, hybrid. No, they only have grizzly. Oh, they're calling it a pizzly. Oh. Mm. Mm. This is where I see, what I see, a pizzly bear. That feels like somebody's doing PR work. It's, yeah, it's like a white bear with a little bit of brown. Yeah. When I'm looking at pizzlies. Ursid hybrid. 
Um, black bear, brown bear hybrids, intercontinental, brown bear hybrids, brown and polar bear hybrids. God, whoever stuffed that polar bear, brown bear hybrid <laughs> did a really poor job. Like the, the picture looks really janky. Hold on. I'm sharing this in the old chat. Oh, yeah, it, it looks the, awful. Whoever did the taxidermy on that one really, really fucked up the face. Oh, Kodiak polar bear hybrid. Kodiak or Kodiak brown is a term now to, applied to brown bears found in coastal regions of North America. Far north feed on salmon, often attain especially large size. Alaskan brown is sometimes used for Alaskan bears, blah, blah, blah. 1936, a male polar bear accidentally got into an enclosure with a female Kodiak bear at the U.S. National Zoo, resulting in three hybrid offspring. The hybrid offspring were fertile and able to breed successfully with each other. Um, uh. zoo. <laughs> I don't think that's supposed to happen. <laughs> then um, again, they're bears. What are you going to do about it? Not allow it to happen. Because the offspring will be all fucked. They could have stopped it, yes. They could have prevented the situation, I mean. But once the gears are turning there, there's not a lot you can do. Indicating that the two species of bears are closely related, the Kodiak is often considered by many to be a variant or subspecies of the basic Arctic brown bear. 1943, described a bear shot by hunters during her childhood. Large off-white bear with hair all over his paws. Presence of hair on the bottom of the feet suggests it was not an unusually colored Kodiak bear, but a natural hybrid with a polar bear. Citation needed. So. Oh, okay. And in a 1970 Nat Geo article, Elizabeth C. Reed mentions being a foster mother to a four hybrid bear cubs from the National Zoological Park in Washington, where her husband was director. But they don't say what hybrid is. It was a 1970 article, White Tiger in My House. And they don't link the article huh. because not everything's online which makes everything sketchy not unlike most of the stuff you find online that's all trustworthy oh yeah no as long as you can find it online that's when you know it's real oh yeah like the like the what was it uh not the grape shot the uh spider shot spider shot yeah spider shot the greatest uh, citing my source, the greatest cannon projectile you could possibly imagine, and it just wasn't used for some stupid reason. Like, God, pirates were so stupid back then. Oh, but that shit's great. Source, number one. Like, <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, I, can, I cannot find this article. Elizabeth C. Reed, White Tiger in my house. It's not online. So weird. I mean, probably not that weird. It was a 1970 magazine of Nat Geo. That's fair. So, I guess you would think they'd have digitize. that all unlocked somewhere. But what do I know? Mm, they probably have to digitize everything. I don't even know if everything's been digitized from Nat Geo's library. It's been around for a while, yeah. You'd be surprised. Hmm. To bring it back to when I worked for a local news affiliate, we had. Just thousands of old broadcasts on tape, like archived in in the station, and no digitization whatsoever. <laughs> like it was just endless tapes. Is that? And I was like, <laughs> was that due to some kind of mandate, or were you guys just hanging on to those? I don't know if we were. I don't think. I think that they were old. Like I think we had stopped 
archiving them on tapes and started up archiving them on servers. Yeah. Starting in, you know, whenever and sometime in the 2000s. Uh, but we, yeah, we had all the old ones and no one had digitized them at the point that I was there. Mm. And I know that tape degrades, like mm-hmm. tape eventually mm-hmm. has an expiration date and will be gone. Like there, it will be lost. It's not a permanent storage solution. I mean, nothing is, but yeah. Beats me, man. Fuck. All right, and on that note of the entropy of all things, let's do a clap sync and move on to the wacky post roll. So, sent you boys some photos yesterday. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen... We got him. We got that man. <laughs> the the creepy guy uh, who was hanging out uh, at the cleanup, who then has been now running for Congress in the, uh, for the with the Republican nomination in Madison's district. Got him. Got him in four. Caught in four K. So like, what do you think Peter Thiel gets out of this arrangement with the Republican Party? It's it's Peter Theron. Peter just Theron, for, I apologize. Just for record yeah, purposes. Is Peter Thiel a thing? That's, that name sounds really Right. Familiar. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Peter Thiel. Well, unless you're an asshole. Who, who are you? He's an entrepreneur. German-American billionaire entrepreneur and venture capitalist. Co-founder of PayPal. Oh. Mm. Huh. So, Elon's buddy. <laughs> yeah. Well, mm, okay. I'm, yeah. Not going to judge Peter Theo based on his company, but I'm sorry, we're talking about Peter Theron, who, uh, what do you think he gets out of this arrangement with the Republican Party where they just wheel him out to lose an election? I think it's the notoriety of getting to yeah. run for a major party yeah. in an election. Yeah. Like, he's he's not some whack job running in the American Heritage Party or some shit. Like, yeah. he's, he's literally a bona fide... Republican nominee. It's one of those things where if cycle he, after cycle. If he runs and loses for this position enough times, maybe he can run and win for something smaller, you know, down the line. I don't know. Who yeah. knows? I just wonder if he's that far in the Kool-Aid or if he's like, all right, if I do this often enough and long enough, eventually I'll get that Wikipedia page and then I can just cash out, baby. I mean, it, it might just be a, a living for him it's a living well, it's not, I mean, like if, if unless if the republican party is paying him to do this which seems like it uh maybe wouldn't be the most kosher if but. you're getting campaign funds i mean campaign funds also support the candidate like that's just kind of a, a thing i have no idea um one block away from me is the republican sacrificial lamb in my district, uh, who runs against Adam Schiff, his name is Eric Early, and yeah, he, he built himself as like I was one of Donald Trump's earliest supporters and like his most fervent guy and everything like that. It's like literally one block away was his old I don't know if it was campaign headquarters, but like an office for him, and it's still there because COVID and there's not that many people looking to rent new office space and stuff like that, so it still like has the campaign signs and everything even though he lost remarkably handily mm-hmm. it's almost six months ago at this point like I, so. it, 
especially out in your district, Ryan, I wonder if Republicans would maybe be better off running somebody with big libertarian views or something or somebody not necessarily super into the Republican fold if they would have a better shot in that district. I don't know. Uh, But I did just confirm that, uh, yeah, candidates can't use campaign funds for their personal use, and I would imagine paying themselves would be a personal use. So mm, mm, the mystery mystery goes on. So, yeah, Eric Early ran... Maybe a girl. What is? Who is this? Huh? So uh, my district has a has a general primary. It's like a nonpartisan primary. Okay. So and then the top two candidates from the general primary uh, participate in the election. Um, and yeah, Adam Schiff took first by a mile. Eric Early was second by a very thin margin over a Democrat going by maybe a girl and looks like she might be like some sort of I don't I don't want to say drag queen but like yeah drag queen and politician there you go oh. yeah drag queen <laughs> now, I, I'm fine with saying that because her Wikipedia page starts with maybe a girl is an American drag queen and politician so I... there you go good. Good for maybe a girl getting a Wikipedia page before Peter Theron. And before Eric Early. Oh. She lost to Eric Early in the primary by barely a thousand votes. Like eleven hundred votes, maybe a girl would have been on the ballot up against Adam Schiff. Hmm. So but yeah, instead Eric Early ran. I, I think it's just help like there's nothing that can be done. Adam Schiff is the perfect candidate for Hollywood. Like for my district, it's literally like a Democrat, but 100% like in the pocket of corporate America, yeah. like is going to fight for all the right social causes, but absolutely will also get you that tax break when you need it, mm. like all that type of shit. So he, he literally, there could not be a better and, and like a no, notorious one who like consistently gets up on the pulpit and yells a lot and becomes you know, notable and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's ideal for our district. So it, it doesn't matter what Republicans run. It doesn't matter what maybe a girl does. Like, it's just, uh, he, he's got that seat until something happens. Yeah. But it looks like Eric Early might have ran for attorney general. Oh, he declared... Uh, for attorney general against ah. uh, Kamala Harris and then lost. Hmm. Early, Sullivan, Wright, Geyser, and McRae, LLP. That... That's that's his uh, law firm, I guess, that he... That's his day job. Okay. God, can you imagine? Why would you want to... Why would you want to fuck that up by <laughs> running for... Running with a very controversial platform, like whether or not you agree with Eric Early or not, right? Like, you can acknowledge that it's going to be remarkably controversial, and there's going to be a lot of people that are very much not in support of that. I. So if you're you're literally a partner at a law firm and everything, why are you completely putting that all at risk to, you know? lose like you're guaranteed to lose because he believes in it 
It's not true, though. <laughs> or has enough money that he is uh, securing his, his station <laughs> that even if he loses business uh, because of this, he's fine. Eric Early is taking care of himself. Or no. Ooh, they got well, they got a list of uh of clients here. Oh. Uh-oh. Anyone juicy? Miley Cyrus. That Whoopi uh... Goldberg. Howie Mandel. Ah. Robinson Cano, the second baseman what the in the fuck? MLB. Wayne Brady. From whose line is it anyway? Derek Fisher, the old Lakers point guard. Wow. Does someone need to point this out that these people should probably disassociate with this law firm? Yeah. Should it be us? Do we need to (laughs) take to Twitter to be like, hold on, Miley Cyrus is represented by this asshole who fucking... (laughs) Basically proclaims his love for Donald Trump in all of his campaign ads. Interesting. Yeah. Um, hmm. We could be the ones to break it open. And then just like, don't have anything to plug, but I mean, maybe listen to my podcast or whatever. <laughs> in, the, in the replies, like everyone Don't does. have anything to plug. Here I am plugging my podcast. <laughs> I. Is this going to be the tweet, guys? Is this going to be the tweet to promote this episode? Why is at Miley Cyrus associating with a fervent Trump supporter? Yeah, but then it's going to open with... Uh, so you guys know there's like styes on the inside here? <laughs> yeah. This is not what I came here for. I the the first nine the and a half end. minutes of this episode was remarkably disgusting. Like, <laughs> just... Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it'd be more like, hey, at Miley Cyrus, I, I noticed that you're listed as a client on Early Sullivan, Wright, Geyser, and McRae. Like, I, I do, do you agree with Eric Early and a lot of his stances that he took during the 2020 election when mm. he ran against Adam Schiff? Like, are these your views? You know, a benefit of the doubt. Maybe, maybe this is Eric, maybe this is a law firm putting out this info. Maybe this is like, Years ago, Miley Cyrus, maybe at the behest of her dad, went through these people for something. And now they're like, oh, yeah, we're definitely, definitely working with Miley Cyrus, is what the law firm is saying. Similar to how the former barbershop in my neighborhood claimed to cut the hair of all the Chicago Bears players. This could be spin on the PR's part, is what I'm saying. Or it, law m- more likely is that this dude is not the personal lawyer of Miley Cyrus and Miley Cyrus's talent agency is associated with this law firm of which that politician is a partner. Yeah. But, but doesn't this role like no. it, it, it brings attention to it no. and yeah. gets him to lose business. Mm-hmm. Like isn't that the whole mm-hmm. the whole point? Even if either of those things are the case. No, absolutely. I'm just saying like I don't because I wasn't aware of what Eric Early's day job was. No, I knew he was some fucking whack job like Peter Theron, who like just came out of the woodwork every few years. I didn't know that he was like a somewhat high-profile lawyer at a law firm. Like that's hanging out with, or at the very least, getting money from Miley Cyrus and Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, I mean, like Forever Twenty One, uh, Endemol USA, which is a huge production company, mm. um, Meridian. 
foresight management, you know, a lot, a lot of PKG group. Jesus Christ! Like a lot, a lot of companies that you would have heard of, nah. people that you would have heard of. So, just saying, blowing, blowing this, us. blowing this thing wide open. And thank you for listening to us do so. Uh, if you like what you heard, like, comment, subscribe, etc. Send us your questions and business opportunities at voluntaryviewing at gmail.com. Check us out on Instagram and YouTube where we got some rad highlights made by Andrew Clark. Um, follow us on Twitter at v2 underscore podcast. Support us on Patreon if you are feeling generous. And check out the ActBlue link in the description down below if you'd like to help a collection of great progressive causes. And follow me at LucasDeRider on Twitter if you want to keep up with all of my writing. How we how we sending people into their weekend? Tweet at Miley Cyrus. <laughs> this will not stand. EarlySullivan.com slash clients. It's all there. Caught in 4K. <laughs> Hashtag we need answers. Okay. Bye. Good luck out there.